Mothering alone, without the friendship and community of other moms, is a recipe for loneliness and mediocrity in life. In today's conversation, we will discuss mothering in community. Joining us are two amazing moms with over a decade of experience in finding, living, and contributing in vibrant communities with other moms. My friend Talithia is a math professor at Harvey Mudd College and has three boys between 8 and 12 years old. And my friend Braun is a family pastor and expert in social network marketing. She has four children, ages 6 through 14. I am so glad you can join us as we learn how to mother in community. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Well, thank you guys both so much for being here. Thank yeah. you to Lithia for joining us today. Absolutely. It's going to be so fun. And thank you to Ron for coming. Of course. It's going to be great. I'm excited. So I am super excited to have this conversation about mm. mothering and community with you guys both because you are both such intentional mothers mm. and both pour into the people who are around you so intentionally in your lives. But it's really fun. We were talking about before this, before we even started recording, that it's fun that none of that, like none of our communities of people have been the same. Mm-hmm. We've really mm-hmm. had kind of separate <laughs> yeah. communities, even though we've been in a relationship, our mothering communities per se have yeah. not all been yeah. the same. So I just am excited yeah. to learn from you guys and I think it's going to be a real encouragement. So let's start off just talking about this. What have your mothering communities mm. looked like? You want to start us off, Deborah? Sure, sure. So yeah, I was thinking about this question and um, just th- this whole topic, you know, I'm thinking about like my history with that over the course of my oldest is 14 years old. So like, I think a re- like in the beginning when I first had my first baby, it was very accidental. Like my, mm-hmm. my community mm-hmm. was very just like, oh, look, you have a baby too. Okay, let's, let's, let's hang out. Friends. Let's totally. make that work because <laughs> we just need something, you know? Yeah. And that kind of turned into a, a group, a group of women and moms. And one person would, well, can my friend come? And I have another friend who's got a two-year-old. Can she come? And, you know, and we just ended up doing life together. And in hindsight, you know, many of us have stayed friends through the years. And we look back and we talk about it all the time. Like, wow, we really did life together when our babies were babies, mm-hmm. you know, and we'd mm-hmm. hang out through nap time and then, okay, go take a nap or can we go to the park after? And it was like almost survival because doing it alone, it just didn't feel like an option. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I would have just crawled into a hole you know, and died. Like I needed, I needed other moms, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, around me. And so yeah, it was accidental, but maybe also intentional. I just didn't realize it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it sounds yeah. like it started accidentally, and yeah. then you realized the need for it. Yes. So then it yes. became like a vitally intentional mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And be- I think because it was just kind of the way it organically formed, we ended up with a lot of diversity of like backgrounds and lifestyles. And, you know, mm-hmm. so we didn't all know each other. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, we all went to church or, or anything like that. It was just like, oh, we met through this person and that person and just ended up with a really neat group of people, you know, to learn from and grow with and do life together. You know? mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great. 
What about you, Tulia? Ours started um, the same. Like, as we had kids, we became friends with our kids' parents, you know, their their Mm -hmm. friends' parents. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of became our our community. Um, And then we kind of had three boys back to back to back. So our little home nest kind of grew really quickly. They were Um, so cute when they they were all little together. We would dress them them all matching. And now they're like, (laughs) I don't want to look like my brother. Um, And so so then it sort of felt like we had this little clan at the house and, you know, we do stuff together. Um, And then I worked full time out of the home. So we had a nanny. So Mm. in a way, I think she really helped me sort of co-mother because she was kind of there during the day, you know, part of the homeschool with with my husband. Um, but then also, you know, we would talk about what the kids needed and, and kind of work together. And so that was really um, a part of my community. Um, and then extended family. We don't have any family uh, here in Southern California. And so some of my colleagues would step in mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. babysit the kids or like come over. And so like they've got a lot of uncles and aunties that you know, aren't related, but have kind of stepped in to kind of fill in that, that, fill that void of not having family around. And I think that's kind of a funny cultural difference too, that I've had friends, um, say, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you people that you won't let people be aunts and uncles who aren't from your family. <laughs> right? No, like, we do that all the time. We, we do too. Be, we, and, we, and cousins. We never have. Cousin. Yeah. 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 We've never done that. It's always only been like in blood. Yeah. And there was somebody who once called our family out and like, we guys are so weird. We just, we just claim <laughs> people. Right. And That's then right. like, if you don't have an auntie here, you claim an auntie here. You, yeah. If you've been to the house three times, auntie, yeah, auntie, auntie Krista Here's already. Your key. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Here's the alarm code. Yes, Let yourself exactly, in. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Well, we also, I, I would say the same thing with Zdebron, except that it started early. My yeah. mothering community did. Yeah. But mine was super intentional. Like I, because I had worked before. So my okay. community of people when I was working, and then I wasn't going to be working full time once I had my baby. And I realized that I had a few months that I was off because I was a teacher before. Mm-hmm. And so school year ended. And then my first baby wasn't born until August. Mm-hmm. So I had these few months of just slow time, which was like, I can't yeah. even imagine now. What did I even do with that time? <laughs> right. 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 But we, we wasted it. I know. <laughs> Watched friends. I don't know. <laughs> a lot. Took a nap. <laughs> a good choice. Uh, but, but I knew like, I, I don't want to do this by myself. Yeah. And the hospital actually had mm-hmm. a class that you could sign up for that was for new moms Mm -hmm. and so I thought I guess I could go to that and maybe like I'd make some friends and so I went and it was me and um two other moms stuck like stuck I think there may have been a third one time but I don't think she came back Mm -hmm. I don't know what we did to scare her (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately but uh but it was great and I was Mm -hmm. so glad that I was like brave to go it was so much work because my baby was only like six weeks old you know, and yeah. so it took like all morning to get yeah. ready to get out the do- out of the door. But yeah. I went to this class and these ladies were so nice. And there was a lady, because it was through the hospital, who actually like even led the conversation. And she asked like, what were your highs from this week? What were your lows from this wow. week? It nice. was fantastic. It was like a facilitator to build friendships. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so they, so we stuck and we became friends. And then we said like, let's keep meeting at a park. And so then we did mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And we met all the way until these first little babies that were born to all of us were um, like preschool, kindergarten age. And then people started going to school. But then the group grew over the time. Like you said, like you see someone or someone sees all of us at the park and you can see in their eyes. (laughs) 
that their eyes are like, like join like 26 you. little toddlers. <laughs> I'm like, wow. But that's okay. Yeah, and you can see it. You can see it in a hungry mom's eyes. Oh, yeah. When she's oh, yeah. lonely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and needs yeah. a person. And okay. so, yeah. So the group grew through that. And we still sometimes meet like once a it. year or so wow, at the beach with our awesome. big, our oldest are all uh i'll just turn 11 because their birthdays yeah. are even all around the same wow. time yes. they can help carry yes. stuff yes. now it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a game changer that's amazing <laughs> um okay so have you always felt comfortable though like just jumping into a community because for me like i was mm. so so nervous oh. going that first time like i i remember like trying so many different things on especially because like <laughs> my new mom body like <laughs> six week baby right I was so nervous. What about you guys jumping in like as moms into a new place? I'm pretty extroverted. So I was like, yay. I mean, there's a mom's group um, at at my church that I would go to. And I was like, yes, I'd go with my questions. Like the baby's not latching on. I don't know how to breastfeed. I don't know if they're going (laughs) to make it. You know, like I I was just like, I felt like there was so much wisdom that was going to come. Um, when I showed up at this group. And so for me, it was a matter of like finding different groups to connect to. Um, So that group was one. And then some of the women that I work with were also like we were having babies at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so informally, we were kind of all like figuring out how to navigate. You know, we'd be bringing our kid to work in a wrap, trying to teach. (laughs) And then also like, okay, take my baby, you know, okay, wait, don't, you know, there's a sign on the door, I'm breastfeeding. And so it was just (laughs) kind of like navigating real life with an infant, with folks who were kind of going with going through Mm -hmm. it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've always been very much like, hey, you help me. You've got a kid. <laughs> yeah, about the same size as mine. Okay, great. Give me some advice. Um, I love that. Yeah. I I was the opposite. So <laughs> as you were telling your story, Krista, about going to this group, I'm sitting here thinking, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> like, I would never have been able to do that. But I could see the value, of course. But no, um, and I, and that was part of of how I think I ended up having this kind of organic group was because I was so like resistant to try, you know, joining a mom's group. I was a young mom. I was 21 when I had my first. And so none of my friends were having babies. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, there was one friend and she's amazing. And so we really stuck together and kind of formed that like organic group. But the idea of going to something, I just felt like it just scared me. I felt really intimidated by it and mm-hmm. felt like, what if I don't fit in? What if I don't have anything in common? What if my story is so different that like, you know, I just, yeah. I just felt really nervous by it. So I totally resisted. Yeah. Resisted that concept, wow. which I mean, I wouldn't recommend that, but yeah, that was my story. Thank you. So yeah. It's valid. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, I do think mothering alone in some ways can seem, it's like less scary yeah. in the mm. sense that you don't have to put yourself out there. So yeah. like, there's no judgment if you're by yourself. Comparison. You're not, right. Yep. No one's, compa- yep. yeah, you're not, yep. you're not comparing yourself yep. to that other mom or at least what yep. that other mom looks like they're doing. Mm. But I think mothering alone can be like such a dangerous, oh. dangerous breeding ground 100%. for so many problems. Mm-hmm. And I think this season that we're coming off of, mm-hmm. um, of so much time alone in homes yeah. has probably just fed that so much more. I mean, for any mom, yeah. but especially if there's a new mom, you know, yeah. going into motherhood and not having had people um, and then having to make this new choice now to say, okay, yeah. there's an, there are options again. Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. am I going to do? How mm-hmm. am I going to yeah. put myself out there? What do you think are some of the dangers for the mom who says like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to do it on my own. Why do you, what do you think are some of the risks with that? 
Talitha, you want to start? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I remember um, having, when my kids were babies and needing to kind of get out and like have some time away from them because mm-hmm. it was just so inundating, you know, and, and when I think about the quarantine and, and sort of having to be kind of locked in, how that really builds up a lot of stress, especially for new moms. Like, I'm always around this kid all the time, 24-7. And for me, I'd be like, yes, I'm going to go to Target. Thank you, Jesus. Like, just, <laughs> you know, let me go off and just, you know, like, focus on getting some, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever it was. And so those were just like an oasis of, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'd come back rejuvenated with half the things that we didn't even need, but it just felt great to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've often thought about that with moms, especially new moms in quarantine and not kind of having a space to get out or to get away and kind of ex- express that side. Um, and I think the danger is in that, you know, sometimes we can start to then resent mm. the situation. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I resent this child. You've taken maybe this freedom away, or I'm not able to do this. I'm pouring so much into you and I'm not pouring anything back into myself. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's sort of the danger in not finding an outlet and having other moms who can kind of pour into you as you kind of pour yourself out to your kids. I would think too, you talked about getting out of the house and like that you've just been in and in and in. And I, I remember those days when we'd have our, we called them our buddies, our little group of friends that met at the park. We get to go see our Thursday buddies. Um, that, that would be like, there were a couple days a week that I would be going out places that I would get like get dressed and put on makeup <laughs> yes. and do my hair when I had a, a baby who was brand new, who I hadn't yeah. been, you know, doing all these things mm-hmm. or even just a little, a little fella when I was just home all the time and I wasn't mm-hmm. in a rhythm of like, I hadn't figured out the rhythm yet, especially mm-hmm. when it was my first mm-hmm. of taking care of myself yeah. and taking care of my child. Yeah. Right. It was just like. I know. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know I should be doing both. both. Right. You do both. <laughs> no. Really? Right. You should yeah. definitely do both. Right. right. You, you still shower? should shower. Really? I do. It's important. <laughs> We're gonna need to come back to this. Sorry. That's right. That's right. It's true. Um, but but I didn't have that rhythm figured out. But yeah. on those yeah. days where I knew I'm gonna be going to see these people, mm-hmm. then I took time to like prepare myself and take care of myself. And I like came back, even though it was like hard and it may have been tiring to get out, I came Mm -hmm. back feeling so much better about myself and my life because I wasn't in that like, wah, wah, like Mm -hmm. your mom, Mm -hmm. just staying, you know what I mean? Doing the same exact thing all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Another thing I think about with the danger though of not being in community is, um, for me, I struggled with like feeling confident as a mom early mm, on, yeah. you know, and mm. I was a constant, maybe because I wasn't in a, a formal mom's group early, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was a constant ball of like, is this normal? Am I doing this right? I feel like this. Is that okay? Does other Do other people feel like this? Are they struggling mm. this way? Is it just me? You know, and so being able to go to the park and mm-hmm. sit down, you know, with yeah. a bunch of other moms who are going through the exact same thing. And thankfully, we could have authentic, real conversations, you know, Mm -hmm. and share those things and realize, oh, okay, I'm not alone or, you know, hey, this is how this person Mm -hmm. worked through that challenge, you know, like Mm -hmm. that was life giving, you know, absolutely life giving. And then you kind of started to allude to this, I think, but like finding you're like, you can lose yourself in Mm -hmm. being a mom. You can Mm -hmm. lose who Mm -hmm. you are outside of being a mom because there is a person there, you know, outside of being a mom and... And she's amazing and wonderful and beautiful. And I feel like 
our kids need to see that too, Mm -hmm. you know? And so being Mm -hmm. in community can help you kind of retain that and and keep her in sight, you know? And And that person should be growing. Like the me that makes up Krista should be growing through the gifts of motherhood. Like the parts of the things that like when I am a mother and I am having to become more patient, like Mm -hmm. every day, you Mm -hmm. know, or becoming more intentional, like I believe that those things are strengthening parts inside of me that one day when my kids are grown, I will be a better person because of those parts of me that grew. But it wasn't just because it was during my like mothering. It's because it was strengthening and growing me. Yeah, it's a a holistic thing, right? It's this whole picture, you know, and I think parenting is a huge, um, a motivator really in like a personal growth journey. I oh, mean, yeah. it's a huge mm-hmm. factor, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. It was really helpful for me to get the um, opinions of new moms. Cause I think often like mothers and mother-in-laws and aunties, <laughs> you know, came from a generation where kids yeah. were raised differently. Right. And yeah. so, you yeah. know, like uh, that constant communication was like, Oh yeah, you know, let that baby cry it out. You know and I'm like? Yeah. But I don't think they do that now, <laughs> you know? Um, and so like having that community where it was like, you know, or even, even co-sleeping, like that was not something that was done mm-hmm. when I was growing mm-hmm. up. But I was like, well, I'm nursing and I don't want to get up out of the bed, go all the way down the hall, you know, to, to hear a crying right. baby. Like if they're just yeah. right there, like, nope, don't do it. Yeah. You don't want to roll over. I'm like, but right. I, I also don't want to wake all the way up, you know? <laughs> and so like having that community of moms who was like, nope, we got a co-sleeper on Amazon. Here it is. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, great. Okay, mom, he's safe. I'm safe. Okay. And everyone's happy at night, yeah. you know? Um, so having almost that different mm-hmm. generation of perspective mm-hmm. to kind of talk about like, you know, here's some things that you can do as a new mom yes. that might be different than what your you grandma know. said. Well, right. Exactly. Well, do yes. I have to put socks on my kid in August? Right. Like, do are they you need sure? formula <laughs> in the milk so they'll sleep through the night? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Turns out you don't have to. Right. That's been funny right. for me having this baby too, because this is our Orange. fifth. So my first is 11. Yeah. And so there's a big span between those. So I've even been asking, like, my I have my all of my so I'm one of four, and all of my siblings have had babies this year, wow. which is just that. crazy. I know. <laughs> so I'm the fourth. I'm having the fourth baby. I'm the firstborn of all of the siblings, though. Um, but so my sister had a baby, my sister-in-law, and my other sister-in-law's having a baby, and then Amazing. we're having ours. But so theirs are all earlier in their parenting. So I've been asking all of them, like, tell me all the things yeah. that are new. <laughs> what things do I what need? Do I need? <laughs> and there really are things that I'm like, this yeah. is so cool. Like, I wish this was around 11 ago. years ago. I've yeah. seen a couple of baby registries in the last couple of years where I'm like, wow, they did not have this right. when I had right. my right. last baby. Yes. Am I that old? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. It's funny on the other side. Well, I think that still even matters now that I find that the community mm. having, I mean, even just some of our conversations just briefly before we even started recording this about, you know, having the kids that are on the older end. Mm-hmm. And some of those things, like some of the different struggles with like the tweenness Mm -hmm. of all of that, Mm -hmm. having Mm -hmm. people to be walking through each of those steps with so that you can be like, okay, so here's what it's like right now. And for them to be like, oh yeah, you know, you're good. We're there too. (laughs) Or to be like, hmm, maybe you could try this a little different, you know, to Mm -hmm. speak truthfully into you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really important. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So the the importance of moms in our own space, what about like mentor moms? Cause I actually, Mm -hmm. I was just reading in a book the other day about that. Um, uh, Sally Clarkson Mm -hmm. wrote this devotion. It's just Mm -hmm. wonderful. Mm -hmm. And she 
mentioned in it that out of all of the moms that she was meeting with at that time, that only a couple of them, when she asked, only a couple of them had like mentor mom figures mm-hmm. that no one else did. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think about, have you always like had mentor moms and in what form have they been in or why do you think that's important? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, Talitha, you can start because you've talked, you talked about different Yes. Sounds like you've got an abundance. I have. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I had mentor moms for different aspects. It's funny. Your mom was actually, is actually, I consider a mentor mom. Me too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, so so for me, these were moms who were like really invested in, I think, my kids, my pregnancy, Mm -hmm. um, like raising kids, excited about raising kids. I had mentor moms who helped with breastfeeding. I really struggled with breastfeeding for the first two. And so the third one, I was just like... This is it. This is all you got. You're not getting a bottle. Like, you, you don't get it out of here. I just don't, I don't know what's you know. Um, but like, but again, it took mentor moms to say like, you're help fine. You. Your body works. You like you know, instead of like you know, I think mm-hmm. sometimes at the hospital they're like, oh, it's okay. Not everyone can do it, and like they didn't really push mm-hmm. me or encourage mm-hmm. me to stick with it um, in a way that like my mentor moms were just like, nope, that baby's gonna learn. Like you know, latch yeah. them on. Yeah. Um, and so I think for that phase, it really helped. Having folks who'd been through it and could kind of look back and um, even when it came to, you know, like my body and like, you know, honoring it for what it had been through instead of like mm-hmm. looking at people who looked great after a pregnancy. I'm like, whoa, I don't look anything <laughs> like that. that? Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? You know, like I yes. feel like crap. And they're like, your body's amazing. You know? yes. um, so that that, you know, really speaking that life into me. Mm-hmm. Um I think now with my kids are, are 8, 10, and 12. And so, you know, now my mentor moms really look like folks who have kids that are teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, going into college and kind of helping me think through how to best prepare these boys for what's ahead and, you know, what they're going to face mm-hmm. and um, how to really keep those lines of communication open. I hear a lot of parents talk about how their teens and tweens start to sort of shut down or turn to friends mm-hmm. and I'm like, so how do you, mm-hmm. you know, help keep those lines open? How do you talk about things that seem awkward that mm-hmm. I think our generation never talked about, you know, mm-hmm. and how do I make sure that my boys know that they can come to me and talk to me about anything? Yeah. And and I'm not going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Let that go. Let that go. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you've got older kids, too. So yeah, my oldest is 14. I'll be just barely a little tiny bit ahead of you. So <laughs> my oldest, yeah, is 14. But um, I think... For me, when my kids were really little, it was a lot of like my friend's grandparents or my friend's parents, you know, so my kids' friends' grandparents, you know, I would just watch and learn and listen, you know, what is she telling my friend? What is she teaching my friend? (laughs) Of course, my own mom, um, you know, my aunts, things like that, like people like that that just, yeah, they'd been there, they'd done that, they loved my kids, they could tell me some kind of timeless truths, you know, that Mm -hmm. that applied no matter what generation or, or we were talking about. Now as my kids are older, I feel like I'm more intentionally seeking out like, Mm. okay, you just graduated your youngest. Let's hear about this. You know, how did you, I'm asking a lot of those questions like, okay, tell me like, did you enjoy the teenage years? Cause you, mm. you hear so much mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, the negative sides of having teenagers and that terrified me. It still does. We're just barely in it, but it, you know, that terrified me. Like, I don't want to lose that relationship with my kids just because they turned 13, mm-hmm. you know, like how do mm-hmm. I avoid that? So I've asked that question 
a lot, you know, over the last few years and just gotten some great advice from people. Like it doesn't have to be like that. And here's what we did and here's what I made sure. And, and, uh, and it's paying off, you know? And so I think it is important to kind of look at where you're unsure, where you feel like you need support Mm -hmm. and then seek those people out, you know, and like, oh, I admire their family dynamic. I want to, I want to hear about that. And what Mm -hmm. are they doing? Mm -hmm. You know, because usually people are doing something to create that, you know, yeah. But I also Mm -hmm. think as we're going through these stages, it's important to remember the flip side of mentoring and pour into people who are coming up right behind us, you know, like, which is crazy also to realize like that was a big aha for me when my son became 10, that I was like, whoa, (laughs) I've been doing this on purpose. Yeah. Like I have been studying Mm. mothering for a decade. Right. That if I had studied any other topic, because I just always feel like Mm. unsure of myself, like, do do I really have a voice to speak into people though? Mm -hmm. Um, There's just so many voices all the time speaking into our heads. And I think people are so quick to give advice and fixes for things. Mm -hmm. But I thought, goodness, if anyone had studied and intentionally been pouring into any topic Mm -hmm. for even five years, you would be like, oh, wow, you've got a lot of wisdom. Share with me. So that's wonderful advice. I think that if you've been, if you've been parenting and there's somebody else who's Mm -hmm. coming along behind you Mm -hmm. to be willing to be that voice. Yes. Yes. And mentoring's not only giving advice, right? But sometimes it's just that like look of solidarity or encouragement in the grocery (laughs) store, (laughs) you know, because now I'm on that end where I'm like, I see you. Right. I've been there. I get it. You're going to be okay. I You're promise great, it's going to get easier. That's you know, right. like That's this right. meltdown will not last forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So what advice if you were talking to a mom who said, okay, I know I haven't been choosing people mm. or like I've tried choosing community and like it just hasn't worked. Yeah. Mm. So like I kind of just quit. Yeah. What advice would you give to her to run? Mm. Hmm. Um, don't be afraid to reach out. You know, I mean, for me, I was nervous early on to just go get plugged in. I was so worried about like, what if I don't fit in and all of that, that I, that I talked about. So I would say, Mm -hmm. put that aside and just everyone is trying to do the best they can with what they've got, you know, and we Mm -hmm. need each other. So I would, I would say just be intentional about reaching out. Um, and you can look right around you. I mean, neighbors, like Mm -hmm. neighbors are great. You know, mm-hmm. kids can play mm-hmm. on the street and, and just sit outside and have a cup of coffee and, and just start talking. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so there's great groups that I've been involved with, with different churches, you know, that I've gone to and been able to plug in and a mops group. I went to a mops group early on and that was amazing and also yes. had the mentor mom, um, you know, kind of facilitated through that. And so anyway, yeah, I would just say be intentional. Start kind of keeping your eyes open. And and go for it. Yeah, Yeah. just go for it. I mean, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, that's okay. Like you're not, you're not committing to anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) long-term. Like Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. if it works, you know? So yeah. Yeah. And I would say also try it. Like don't give up after the first time. If it feels hard after once, yes, go again. Yeah. Like commit to a certain amount of time in your own head to say, I'm going to give this a go for Mm -hmm. two months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like, what do you have to lose? Right. If at the end of two months you don't have a, co- a community of people, well, you didn't before. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not really and being anything. authentic. Just yes. don't be afraid to be who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't need to yeah. show up, you know, like, I've got it all figured right. out. I'm great. You, you know, like, Instagram it's okay. Mom. Be a hot mess. Just <laughs> For real. Be yourself. People would probably appreciate it more. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talithia, what, what hope would you give um, moms? Yeah, I'm in a couple <laughs> different Facebook groups for moms. Mm-hmm. And so especially for those who are idea. sort of hesitant um, as, and uh, or, or moms who have kids with special needs, like there's so many different 
groups of moms that are Mm -hmm. gathered together. I think that's a great sort of like low hanging fruit way to jump in. You can lurk, right? You're just like, oh, I'm joining (laughs) and I'm just going to watch and see what they talk about, you know, the whole time. Um, But then also like some of those are done by area. So like based on your area, um, getting involved in a group um, that way. And I think that's also great because you can also see what other moms are saying. So it's a great way to get advice from a wide group of people and still stay quiet if you're not quite Mm-hmm. You know, comfortable I love stepping that. out and I joining a big that. group. Like you can just hide inside of a Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even right. Zoom things. Like it's a funny yeah. season right now when this is coming out that there's yeah. a handful of different opportunities yeah. for, you know, moms mm-hmm. groups to be gathering on Zoom. And like, really, what a what yeah. an easy way to maybe get a yeah. foot in somewhere. I mean, not that like anyone's excited for more Zoom time, <laughs> but maybe it's worth it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and maybe yeah. that initial investment yeah. would be worth it to just say, Absolutely. you know what, I'll just try yeah. and yeah. Right. what do I have to lose? Right. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I've heard is heard, hearing people say there wasn't any place for me to fit. So mm. I created one. That's right. And That's right. I remember when mine were little wishing I had a book group to be part of. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like if you have something in common, like a book, yes. then that's sometimes a springboard for conversation. Yes. So mm-hmm. then like the pressure mm-hmm. of the conversation's off because we're just talking yeah. about this book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to start it. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe it'll be like three of us or like five of yeah. us. And it ended up there were like 12 women that came in and out over the course yeah. of reading these different yeah. books on different yeah times and some of the times other people even let it for me but I just said I'll make a space if you guys want to come and when you make the space then they come so yeah I love that well I know this is going to be such an encouragement to people and I hope that some moms find some community as a result of this Mm -hmm. so thank you both so much (laughs) thank you Krista thanks for having us maybe you're the mom who already has a community and whether you found that community by surprise or after an intentional search You already know how special it is to mother together, receiving support and encouragement from like-minded moms. Because you already have this community, I challenge you to be aware of other moms who need a place of belonging. You know who these women are. You can see it in their faces and in the way they parent. Be bold in finding a way to bless them and help them find a community, maybe even your own. You could begin with an invite to the local park, your social media moms group, or church, you may never know the difference that you can make for a struggling mom by simply being willing to be a welcoming voice of kindness. But maybe you're the mom who wishes you had community, but you've never really found a place to belong. Even if your attempts have been disappointing, I want to encourage you to not give up Consider looking for a smaller group within one of your larger communities. It could be your child's school, your church, sports team, or performing arts. Moms are everywhere. Within these communities, if there's ever a mom's event or a mom's night out, be brave and go, even if you don't know anyone. It may not result in immediate friendships, but give it time. Or consider creating your own community and start up a nature group, a park group, or a book club. You will find your people, and your people will find you. I want to hear about your community of moms. How did you find it? How does it run? What have those relationships done for you? Please share with us in the comments below or on our social media at Seek Holy Living. Somewhere out there is a lonely mom waiting to hear and learn from your experiences. For some more encouragement on what it could look like to start up your own community of moms, Check out our website this week for a blog post about how to create a new mom's group. 
Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about rebuilding after betrayal.